nights when the moon is high. The shadows dance, evil rise. The world between the living and the dead is So now is the time to let the horror you know Hello and welcome back to the Horror You Know podcast. I'm Darren. I'm Ian. And I'm Ian. And once again, we're missing Trent. It's it's the month of March. Trent is watching every team but his team Ooh. playing basketball right now. I have nothing to say. The Kentucky Wildcats just got the most historic loss probably in the tournament's history. But it was a damn good game. Second most. Second, second worst. But yeah... It was- I don't know how good of a game it was. They shot 37% and missed 12 free throws, I think. Yeah, well, I'm an Indiana fan, and they suffered the worst loss in tournament history they've ever suffered. So if that makes you feel any better. Uh, No. (laughs) At least your team was close. They went to overtime. I have no comment. You're a Louisville fan, right? Yeah. At least you got a coach now. Yeah, we do. He's a Calipari disciple. That kind of (laughs) sucks. Good luck, buddy. I've had to live with this for years. I I don't know. I feel like I'm spoiled because we have had a lot of success over the years. But at the same time, it's like since 2016, Calipari's really done nothing. He's had one tournament win in the last three or four years. I feel like... And he gets $8.5 million per season. Between all the teams I like in the different leagues and sports, I'm just used to losing at this point. Yeah, you're a Reds fan too, right? Uh, I'm not really yeah. big into baseball. No, I'm a Mets fan. <sighs> yeah, well, <laughs> they're, they're gonna look good till All Star break. Yeah, at least you didn't trade your whole fucking team away. <laughs> True, right before the season. Right before starts. the season. <laughs> For a fucking pack of bubble gum and some but, loose leaf notebook paper. <laughs> but you have the greatest red in the last twenty years still. You know, he fell off a few seasons, but I feel like last year he picked it back up. And the only reason that he hasn't been traded is because they can't. Yeah. Yeah, they can't. And that sucks. Because he, honestly, he deserves to be on a team. He really Before does. he retires. But, but at the same time, like, he could request and be like, hey, get rid of me. I don't want to fucking be in this shitty city anymore. Well, I don't think it's the city that's shitty. I think it's just the team. I like, and honestly, I like Cincinnati. <clears throat> is he a I, I like Cincinnati as a city. I think it's a beautiful city. They're paying him a lot of money. And I think it's uh, it's well-constructed the way their, their roads are. Downtown Louisville, I can't say the same. Truth. I like I like Cincinnati. It's very beautiful beautiful city but i don't like the way the Queen that their city. organization is ran yeah and i mean the pacers in the same boat every year they suck well yep yeah they're always too good to get a, a lottery pick and too bad to get a win so um it's just not easy being in the tri-state area no and, and, and my colts are the same way man they have the most cap space and all of the nfl and they don't know how to draft people. Not people they need. Colts can draft just fine. They just won't sign Just anyone. not people they need. Alcoholism well, start, stops that franchise from being good. I'm just saying hearsay. Hmm. That's just hearsay. Oh, I think it was. I mean, hearsay. Hearsay on hearsay. 
Was it alcoholism or was it like he was drug like, addiction? I was gonna say he was popping Both. popping pills like Pez at one point. <laughs> probably uh, probably popped his pills from a Pez dispenser. Wow. Are we talking about a movie this week? <laughs> Sorry. We are. It turned into bad sports radio there for a second. I feel bad right now. Like I literally <laughs> like last night when Kentucky lost, I was like actually away out of town for a right. night for vacation just for fun, right? Thinking they were going to win, watch the game, ruined my whole night. I came back early. I I literally came home and went to bed and slept for like three hours because yeah. I was so depressed. You had to sleep your pain away. It freaking sucks. And you woke up still in horrible. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, all right. So this week we are going to talk about the movie Exists, and we're talking about Bigfoot. Gigantus. Not big feet. Pick, big pick them. Yeah, big feet, not big foot. Big foot, big feet. Sasquatch. There's two of them. Same guy. It's, it's the easy. same guy. We're going to talk about that as well. Um, there's a lot to go on with the Bigfoot legend, so we're going to briefly discuss it this time and talk about the movie. So I, you know, I'm hoping this episode is just going to be a one-parter, and then we will have a different movie later on. Uh, or maybe a couple of movies that are Bigfoot based, and we'll talk more about the incidents and different like stories. So this is going to be a behind the behind the music, and then the next one's going to be the music. Oh, you think you sense? know, but you have no idea. Exactly. This is the diary of Bigfoot. Bigfoot. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All right. Commonly re- referred to as Sasquatch, it's a supposed to be an ape-like creature, hairy. Uh, that inhabits forests throughout yeah, North America. Me. I saw you look at me. <laughs> North America and and uh, some of Eastern Europe. Uh, but there are other mythologies throughout the world that this kind of creature appears in. We'll talk about those. Uh, but most of it has come from indigenous people. Um, so if you actually think about what cryptozoology is, that's kind of the study of creatures that are in folklore that have not been proven to actually exist now. Okay. Um, So it's kind of, you know, Bigfoot is an enduring element of our pop culture, this says. And I would would say it's probably the biggest (laughs) cryptozoology animal or myth legend Legend. out there. Yeah. You know? I mean, think about this. I mean, Loch Ness is... In one area. Old Nessie. Old Nessie. Well, and they've like proven on several occasions that Loch Ness is hoaxed, right? Yeah. Or at least, you know, yeah. At least yeah. like they, the they've never found anything. version. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody saw an oversized fish and they were like, oh my God, there's a monster in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that actually, that lake has very few fish in it. It's a pretty cold lake. Yeah. And I don't think there would be enough fish to have an animal like that survive. But anyway... Uh, going on with this one, there, there's a lot of uh, kind of things that went on to push this legend, especially after the 1950s. Um, but a lot of it has to do with environmental concerns through our population. Okay, so you see in the late 50s, early 60s, over deforestation and stuff like that, over logging and you know, some of these things start showing up. So we'll talk about that later. But anyway, uh, other creatures throughout 
different parts of the United States, such as the skunk ape. That's in southeastern. Skunk ape? It's called the skunk ape. That sounds horrible. And it's in the southeastern part of America. So you're looking at like Florida, Everglades area. Uh, and it got that name because it's in a, it's more of a reddish colored, uh, hairy, bipedal animal. <laughs> okay. But uh, it smells, you smell it before it comes up to you. So oh you smell God. it before you see it. And it smells like a skunk, apparently. Uh, one guy described it as if you took a skunk and had that skunk roll around in dead animals, oh God. there's the oh skunk ape. Oh, Jeez. <laughs> Some bitch it's needs a tic tac. Skunk smells bad enough already itself. And yeah, dead you tell animals. me it smells worse than the worst. Yeah. Um, so this, there, there are other things that are close to this legend as well in other parts of the world. Such as, such as the Almas, the Yeren, and the Yeti, which are mostly in Asia and Southeast Asia. And then there's also the Australian version, which is called the Yowie. 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 Um, they all have the same type of legend behind them. But some of the things that they've described this creature as is it's bipedal. That means it walks on two feet. Uh, it's about six to nine feet tall. Normally people have put it up to 10 to 15 feet tall, which is very, very large. A 15 foot tall animal would be, you know, we we're guys, we look at basketball goals as measurement, right? Mm -hmm. Or football fields as length. Mm -hmm. So that's a basketball goal and a half. That's huge. I mean, you're yeah. not going to miss that. It's pretty much a T-Rex. Yes. Um, so it's covered in black or dark brown or dark reddish hair. And some other descriptions have said that it's more man-like with a human-like face, uh, such as the Bigfoot researcher and filmmaker Todd Standing, who claims to have taken high-def recordings of Bigfoot's face. Now, we'll talk more about that guy later. But none of these have been specifically or, or actually verified. So here's the interesting thing about this. With all these descriptions, nobody's really come up with concrete evidence yet. And we'll talk about that. But, I mean, if you think about it, like, there's more descriptions of aliens and concrete evidence than there are Bigfoot. But Bigfoot is as big in the culture. Correct? Mm -hmm. Well... I mean, we had a gas station called Bigfoot around here for a while. Oh, yeah, Remember that yeah, shit? Yeah, Love so that I was, gas station. I was going to say... It's uh, like Circle K's now. But. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, don't forget about that group of guys that hang out with Bigfoot and they keep, like, messing with him and, like, putting shaving cream on his... <laughs> yeah. His hand and tickling his nose with a feather and then, like, they all get together and eat beef jerky afterwards. Yeah. I'm not going to forget about him. <laughs> messing with Sasquatch. <laughs> you trying to get a Jack Link's uh, sponsor up here. That's right. I think they ought to have a commercial where Jack Link's Bigfoot fights Randy Macho Man Savage look like. Okay. Oh, yeah. Slim Jim versus Jack Link's. Throw the uh, Geico caveman in there, too. Oh, I forgot about him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So some of the common descriptions include broad shoulders, no visible neck usually. So he is more ape-like than he is human in that aspect. Uh, long arms. Stop looking at me. <laughs> long arms and, you know, it has a foot that's human 
with a toe. Okay, that's the One big foot key. Or two foot. Or feet. Bigfoot? <laughs> it has feet, but like the big toe is actually like what identifies it as more human or ape like. So the reason that's a distinction is a lot of people think that some of these are just bear sightings because bears, when they stand up, can be 10 to 12 feet tall, hairy, reddish, kind of looking scary yeah. in the middle of the night. You know, if you're thinking Bigfoot, you're going to see. And bears Bigfoot. eat beets. They eat what? Bears beets. eat beets. Uh, Another office reference. <laughs> he got it. He got it. He's Did just he? not acknowledging it. Did he? <laughs> why, why, why are you looking at me like that? Uh, I, I missed that one. Okay, so <laughs> some of the alleged sightings stated the eyes of the creature can glow yellow or red at night. Now, the thing about that is any kind of eye shine or, or phosphorescence in the eye does not show either apes, nor does it show humans, nor does it show bears, because none of those eyes will glow. So it's more like a raccoon slash owl slash you know, something different if they're actually seeing these things. Trash Possums. pandas. Yeah. Po- trash pandas. Mm-hmm. Possums, they glow at night. But, yeah. you know, if you're seeing that stuff far off and you're just scared, once again, thinking Bigfoot in your head, that's part of pop culture. So, so early indigenous records. Many people across this continent have told tales of these creatures living in the forest and according to anthropologist David Daigling, these legends existed long before the contemporary Bigfoot reports started in the 1950s. They've been both regional and between families in the same community. For example, the Tool River Indian Reservation in California has shown petroglyphs created by a group of Yokuts at a site called the Painted Rock, and they are alleged to depict a group of Bigfoot called The Family. And if you see a picture of it, basically it looks like a big, hairy, like almost like a cartoon drawing of a hairy, upright man. Okay. He has no jaw or mouth. He just has these big, big hands and these huge feet. Okay. Um, but the, the interesting thing is this, these are dated from about 700 years ago. The lo- local tribes people call the largest of the glyphs the hairy man. They estimate to be between, it was about 500 to 1,000 years old, is mm. what it says here. Uh, 16th century Spanish explorers and Mexican settlers in California told tales of the Los Vigilantes Oscuros, which is the dark watchers, large creatures alleged to stalk their camps at night. Okay. In the region that is now Mississippi, a French Jesuit priest was living with the Natchez people in 1720s and reported stories of a hairy creature in the woods that was known to scream loudly and steal their livestock. And You're describing me, a hairy creature that screams <laughs> loudly in the woods and steals livestock. The price of beef's pretty high. I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. telling you. I don't you think that's gotta, a bad idea. You got to take it into your own hands. You got to take the beef into your own hands. For some people, the price of beef that. is their life. Is it? Beef is beef. their life? Yeah. The price of beef is their life? Yeah. What's beef? Beef as in like you got a problem with somebody. Oh. oh there you go. He's talking about there you go. East Coast, West Coast Damn right. beef. Yep. I gotcha. <laughs> Damn, we went a long way around. Yeah. Oh my god. 
Oh, well, wow. when you guys were looking at me all serious like it, I was like, well, this is lost. <laughs> I was talking about stealing people's livestock. And oh, <laughs> you were talking you were about like, actually going to cost you your life. I was like, well, I guess a hunter could cost a beef shoot cost some life. <laughs> all right. Wow. Well, okay. Uh, so, ecologist Robert Pyle argues that most cultures have accounts of human-like giants in their folk history expressing a need for some larger-than-life creature. Each language has its own name for the creature, featured in a local version of such legends. Many names meant something along the lines of wild man or hairy man, and others describe common actions as said to perform, such as eating clams or shaking trees. I don't know about the clams. <laughs> that was random, that seems like. Maybe it's like near the ocean. I don't know. They eat the clams. But anyway, uh, Chief Michelle of the little British Colombian tribe, Nalaka Pamuk. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, told such a story to Charles Tout in 1898. He named the creature the Salishan, which is a variant meaning wild man. Or... Sasque, which is Sasquatch, mm-hmm. what we know of now. Let's see what you did there. So the interesting thing about the all of this stuff is these cultures have had this. Now, once again, going along with many cryptozoological myths, they always have a story behind them, and usually it's like stay in your group, don't don't get out from the campfire and go into the woods, don't. Wander off by yourself, kids, because Bigfoot, the wild hairy man, is going to get you. Now, I don't know for sure if, obviously, this is an actual thing. You know, we'll speculate on this all we want. But could it be, in your mind, could it be a group of other tribes that dress up or make themselves look like this to scare other tribes? Absolutely. That I mean, my thought. if Some you think about random it, random person walking around, probably wearing like an animal hide in the woods. Yeah, back when people were not so uh, intelligent, I guess, or at least, but people still have sightings of these educated. <laughs> like now, he well, means he means back then, back back two then, or three weeks ago. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like back when people weren't so like educated, or they were quicker to yeah, they were quicker to believe stuff. Like they seen yeah. somebody out there walking around like that, and they're like, "Oh my God, it's Bigfoot! Le- Bigfoot's out there in the t- woods." Leeching's gonna take your uh, brain aneurysm away. Let's just leech you to death. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's go into the modern day, a little more modern day. But a Wyandotte chief was nicknamed Bigfoot due to his significant size and strength. And extremely large feet. There's also a chief momsuck. <laughs> no, there's not. That was the head chief, huh? Potawatomi oh chief God. momsuck. M a m a u m. Oh, there's a K there. Mompk mompksuck, which which translates to Bigfoot. It's synonymous with the area of Walworth County, Wisconsin. There's also a state park and a school name for him. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, kids that go to that school. Well, just so you know, we're calling Mom's, Mom Suck from now Mom on. Mom Suck. <laughs> anyway. <How> odd. <laughs> uh, William Wallace, a famous 19th century Texas ranger, was also named Bigfoot. And they named the town Bigfoot, Texas after him. 
Lakota leader spotted, spotted Elk was also named, nicknamed the Chief Bigfoot. So apparently these dudes had some big they ass don't... feet. Right? What was his name? Uh, the leader? Spotted Elk? No, the... Uh, the Ranger? The Ranger. William Wallace. Really? William Wallace. They don't call me William Bigfoot Wallace for my tiny feet. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> why, does that sound, why does that name sound familiar? William Wallace? Not from a Bigfoot story either. It's William Wallace was the dude in... Uh, you can't take away my freedom. Braveheart. Is in Braveheart. Uh, I've never seen Braveheart. Oh well, my god! I'm sorry. Then <laughs> what are we doing in here on a movie <laughs> podcast? You've never seen Braveheart. It's oh not a horror gosh. movie. So, no, but I mean, we no, might talk about that's it. A, it's a true story. Well, that's a yeah. That's a. He split him in half, cut his nuts off in the end. Of, it's kind of a true. Crime. I do still want to watch it. It's on one of my list on one of them streaming services. So, so, so I just think it's very it's a very awkward nickname that William Wallace has, like. Oh, Bigfoot. Oh, Bigfoot. I mean, it's Let's name showing, a town after him. This is showing historic uses of the name Bigfoot. But the Bigfoot name came about in 1958 when a guy named Jerry Crew, a logging company bulldozer operator from Humboldt County, California, discovered a set of large 16-inch human-like footprints sunk into the mud in the Six Rivers National Forest. Now, that's important because we're going to do a movie later on about somewhat about this area okay because it's considered one of the squatchiest areas in the world squatchiest areas <laughs> oh squatchy i love the way he's describing things in there's this a episode. lot of squatchy going on in this <laughs> did area. you guys ever watch finding bigfoot uh-uh. the tv show no hell no it's got, no, it's got a bobo on there and he's like about six foot three and they always have him act like bigfoot so they can see how tall it is oh, yeah. he he always wears this hat that says going squatching oh my <laughs> god <laughs> anyway so jerry crew found these and informing his co-workers many claimed to have seen similar tracks on previous job sites so they started talking about it um they they took a oil drum weighing 450 pounds uh and it was moved without any explanation to another part of the camp the logging company men soon began u- utilizing the term bigfoot to describe the mysterious culprit crew who initially believed someone was playing a prank on them once again observed more of these numerous massive footprints and contacted a reporter from the humboldt times newspaper uh a guy came and interviewed the workers and wrote articles about the mysterious footprints, including the name Bigfoot in relation to the tracks and local tales of large hairy wild men. Now, we haven't seen in actual newspaper accounts since the 1800s wild men. Okay. Right. So we're going like 50 years later, 60 years later, you know, from the 1800s. And now they're starting to see these accounts from this one story. That So that... To me, that's key. This one story started the whole phenomenon that we know now as Bigfoot. Yep. All right? And the Bigfoot, hairy man uh, kind of story bloomed from this plaster cast that was made of the footprints. And crew appeared holding one of the casts on the front page of the newspaper on October 6, 1958. This story spread all over America and then all over the world. Okay. So once this story came out in 1958, spread like wildfire. 
What happened right after that? The largest documentation of Bigfoot sightings in the history of the world. Mm, very squatchy. Very squatchy all of a sudden. So it's the squatchiest area. <laughs> it, as a result, the Bigfoot became widespread as a reference to anything apparently large, unknown creature leaving massive footprints throughout the country. Okay. Um, in 2002, however, the family of Cruz's deceased co-worker, Ray Wallace, stated that their father, Ray Wallace, had secretly made the large footprints, and they still had the carved wooden feet that had been responsible for the tracks. Oh, so he shit. was playing a joke, and the crew guy took it serious, and then it went to... Now, this is after this guy was dead. So I, apparently they kept this a secret until 2002. Okay. Uh, despite Wallace's family statement, uh, Humboldt County are considered to be one of the big, <laughs> be the Bigfoot capital of the world, that area. Okay. Even so, though it was a proven hoax? Even Well, it wasn't proven in the fact that they didn't have the feet anymore. All they had was the story. <laughs> so his family, after he died, told this story that he told them. Does that make sense? Well, he told us. What was the Wallace guy's name again? Wooden feet. The Wallace guy's name was... William Wallace? No. Ray Wallace. Ray Wallace. So Jerry Crew's the guy that found the footprints and started the whole thing. Hmm. So they were known as the Crew footprints. And, like, that's... When you see a guy in a Bigfoot book holding a plaster cast, that's that guy. Right? Well, this is the Wallace I think I was thinking of. (laughs) It's George the Wallace. Comedian George, yeah. comedian George Wallace. What? Yeah. <laughs> it just hit me. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> oh man, my gosh. what is wrong with I better you? Never, <laughs> I better never like bring up somebody named Pryor. It'd be like, this is the Richard Pryor. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> this is the Eddie Murphy I thought you were talking about. <laughs> George uh, one of those moments where I was so ashamed of myself, I had to let you all know about it. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't find the other George Wallace. He was the racist governor for Digit. I did. (laughs) All right. So that's a little bit about how it started and what it looked like. There's been all kinds of misidentifications over the years. Either bears, um, escaped apes from zoos, actually. Like, as we've seen with... uh, the Tiger King stuff. Oh, God. There are a lot of shitty zoos out there where people have these animals, and then instead of, like, getting in trouble, they will let them go into forests. So yeah. there have been, like, orangutans and forests and stuff like that. Those are misidentified animals, you know? I still swear to this day that I saw a, like, I guess smallish, bigger than a dog, but it looked like a small black bear to me out there by K-Road years and years ago. There's been black bears in the area. Like recently, yeah. they they tracked one on Facebook like a year ago. Oh yeah, you remember that? I do now. Do now you mentioned it? Yep. It makes me feel not so crazy. Uh, wow. There's been humans. There's been humans that were misidentified. Human bears. Yeah. I think this is kind of funny. Listen to this story. Um, in 2013, a 21-year-old man in Oklahoma was arrested after he told law enforcement he accidentally shot his friend in the back while the group were allegedly hunting for Bigfoot. 
In 2017, a shamanist wearing clothing made of animal furs was vacationing in North Carolina forest. When local reports of alleged Bigfoot sightings started flooding in, they issued a public notice not to shoot Bigfoot in fear of someone in a fursuit mistakenly being killed or injured. And in 2018, a person was shot multiple times by a hunter near Helena, Montana, who claimed he mistook him for a Bigfoot. So, long story short, I'm going to shoot your ass out in the woods of all went to and be like, oh shit, I thought he was a Bigfoot, and I'll get scot-free away. Sorry, this area is very <laughs> squatchy. Thought you, thought you were one of the biggins. So instead of like bringing a drop gun to shoot somebody and just put the gun down beside them, right? You bring like a, a big fur coat, <laughs> shoot them in the back, yeah. and then and then put the fur coat on them. It's like, damn, I don't know what was going on. So that that's kind of the entry level. This is what Bigfoot is. Okay, hmm. we will talk more about actual Bigfoot stuff later on in a different episode, like actual you know sightings, quote unquote. Things that have happened, quote unquote. But uh, I just want to kind of debunk some of this stuff because we'll talk about the nineteen, the famous nineteen sixty seven Patterson Gimlin film. You guys heard of this? Hmm. Neither one of you have heard of this. Wow. Nope. You know what it is once I describe it. But this is the famous uh, short video or film taken in nineteen seventy. Or 67 by Roger Patterson. Yeah, and Bob Gimlin. grainy one out in the woods. Known as the Patterson-Gimlin film. Shot in Bluff Creek, California. The video shows what appears Bluff to be a large... Bluff Creek, huh? Bluff Creek. There you go. Hmm. Video shows what happens title. to be, or appears to be a large, hairy, bipedal ape or Bigfoot striding through a clearing. The video's authenticity is still debated, but is, is likely a hoax with ape-like figure, just a human wearing a costume. Now, these guys have really kind of went down with the ship saying that it was real. All right. Uh, other people have said it's faked. Um, it's very convenient, though. It was less than 10 years after the original faking close to that same area. Mm. Um, and, you know, once again, it's like, you know, it's what what do you believe? You know, what do you, I mean, I see what it is, but that it's so grainy I can't tell. If it's yeah. human or real, like some people say, they could see the the musculature under the fur, and mm-hmm. I don't know how that. you could. People are always going to see what they want to see. Exactly. Now, here's my thing, though: with the rise of high quality cameras and smartphones and HD film that we've had literally since like the early 2000s, how come you haven't had a single sighting that's credible? Mm-hmm. How come every sighting we see looks like it's on a grainy trail cam? It's true. I mean, it's to me, it's like it's almost ridiculous at this point to believe in it. Or it's because, night vision where it could be anything. Yeah. So, so my thing is, where's the proof that this thing actually exists at this right. point? Now, most of the stuff is by, you know, da- there's some dash cam videos out there from police and something running across the road which could still be a person in a suit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it might look like Bigfoot. It'd still be a person trying to hoax and just waiting for a car to pass. And they just run a very away. hairy man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just you. It's just me. But I just My don't understand with all the stuff, you know, that's gotten sharper over the years with audio and video. 
and even like drone technology. Yeah. Or even, you know, forensics. Because you'd figure that if there's a Bigfoot out there, it'd leave something behind they could have found by now. I mean, people's explanations vary on that. We'll talk maybe more about that in another episode. But I mean, my point is like, there's got to be something. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some people claim to have heard shrieks, howls, screams, other vocalizations, strange noise recordings associated with Bigfoot occasionally attract media attention, but the noises can also often be attributed to other animals such as fox cries, coyote cries, stuff like that. And if you just slow them down, you know, it could it could sound like a Bigfoot call. Uh, experts can't always identify the exact animal in these recordings. Um, so it gets cryptozoologists kind of ears perking. Well, you can't identify it, so therefore it's got to be something different, right? But as we all know, you know, we all sound different. Yep. Foxes are going to have different sounds. Coyotes are going to have different sounds. Yeah. Uh, they're not all going to sound similar. You know, so that's it's my... I mean, they will sound somewhat similar, but they're going to have different vocalizations. And there's always going to be things out there that have. Like as a, as a dog owner, probably you could tell your dog's bark from another dog's. Yeah, true. I would agree with that. So, you know, I, I, I feel like some of this stuff is like going a little overboard at this point. Like, why aren't they identifying these things? You know, Mm -hmm. what, what is it? However, there are some people that believe that not only can big Bigfoots exist, and if they have brains like we do, and they're more humanoid than they are, and ape-like at the same time than other animals, they're that missing link so they can think about things logically. They would pick up after themselves. They would keep their dead bodies from profile. More of a exactly more of a like a tribe, like yeah. a native tribe. You know, like if. People always bring up, you know, there are tribes in in the Amazon that people have just now seen with cameras after hundreds of years of thinking they were extinct. Yeah. And these these tribes exist, like pygmy type tribes and stuff. Yeah. So it's like their argument is that. My argument is, you know, I understand that, but there still should be some kind of DNA. There still should be better camera work somewhere. If they're coming to the fringes of society to interact with this in certain ways, then, you know, we've got to find them somehow. I'm mm-hmm. sure. Now here's the other theory. And this is gonna, this is maybe you've never heard of this theory. The other theory is they're aliens Excuse me. and they're aliens oh, God. that go into <laughs> interdimensional portals. No. So you can't, you can't fully find them because they can slip in and out of, our timeline to their timeline. Now, this is interesting because if you think about it, we can believe that with aliens, right? Just a Bigfoot. They're, they're creatures from the multiverse now. Is that what they're saying? Yeah. Somewhat. Okay. I mean, if you believe in that, if you believe in wormholes and black holes, which both those actually do exist, mm-hmm. can can transport or bend time, which in theory works and you could travel from one dimension to another planar dimension. Why couldn't they be something that is, what, you know, what if they're here to, what if they're here to scare us away from doing certain things in the forest? What if they're here like an alien, like saying you're fucking up your world. 
get back. You know, they're here to, you know what I'm saying? And throughout time, they're trying to scare people out of a certain. Like the butterflies and uh, uh, Peacemaker. Yeah. (laughs) So that's a theory. We're here to make the decisions that you can't make for yourself. Yeah. We're going to kill you all. Yeah. (laughs) So that's an actual, like, theory. We're going to kill you all because you kill your planet. There have been (laughs) sightings that we'll talk about in our later episode. There have been sightings of Bigfoot and aircraft at the same time or sightings of balls of light which could be alien hmm. and bigfoots at the same time well, unless your other dimension is dimension x i don't know why you would choose to come here instead <laughs> okay so my whole thing is there's no <laughs> <laughs> There's no hard evidence currently for Bigfoot existing. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. So what do you guys think about Bigfoot? You've heard of Bigfoot legends. Uh, yeah, you dropped the bombshell on me with the whole alien thing. Um, I guess it's not that's, that that's far. That's one of the theories. Well, I guess it's not that far-fetched if you believe that there's these big humanoid ape-like creatures living in the forest. Like, ah, that's fine, but I draw the line when you start talking about aliens. So, excuse me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it's a little too much personally for me. I don't think, I don't think they're out there. I mean, would it be cool if they were? I guess. Yeah. Because at the same time, it's kind of fucking terrifying. Yeah. That these things wouldn't survive out there. Cause you gotta think something like that, as big as they are, what would those things eat? Pretty much anything, right? You would assume. Deer. Deer. Raccoons. Probably a bear. People. I, mean, I would imagine one of those things would take the... Or people that I will say that thought did cross my mind. Because maybe the reason that we haven't got close enough and actually seen one up front. Because, like you said, if they're smart enough to cover their tracks, I get that. But at the same time, like if somebody goes out there looking for something and they go missing... Because I feel like the stats on people going missing in the woods is a lot higher than what we realize. Oh. I've, never, I've never actually Googled that. National parks, it's insane how many people go missing in national parks. National parks. Oh, what if which you're Bigfoot talking tens like of thousands of acres. Vegan or exactly. a vegetarian, and he just like really wishes we'd leave him alone and stop trying to portray him as this flesh-eating monster. I don't even like beef jerky. <laughs> okay, tell me you boys have seen Harry and the Hendersons. I no. so many times have, I was gonna was gonna make a reference. I was gonna say like I remember. I still remember when he moved in with the Hendersons. <laughs> very sweet, very sweet. He cut cut the little dog in his hand. So when remember that? I haven't seen that. Oh, John Lithgow's amazing though. I such a it. good movie. Cheesy, but it's good. It's good. I I watched it a few years ago, and I still think it holds up. Yeah, perfectly. it's a hilarious movie. I think it's still the test of time. You gotta watch it. At least I once. should. Harry yeah. and the That's way better than the uh, movie we're about ready to talk about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I believe in Bigfoot as about as much as I do believe that there's like Two aliens with giant heads and big eyes out there. I believe there might be aliens out there. To so us. what's that mean? Do you believe in it or not? No, I don't. <laughs> okay, I, that's what I was gonna say. I believe so you that don't believe in aliens, and you don't believe in Bigfoot. Let yeah, me finish. I was just gonna say that I believe there might be aliens out there that they're like aliens to us, but I don't think they look like they have big heads with giant eyes. They probably just look like people. What if what if that's their space outfits? Nobody's ever really mentioned that, yeah. except in that movie, Fire in the Sky. It does mention yeah, it in the movie. Not here for. This is true. They could have technology. They'd be like, 
these stupid earth people think we look like this. We'll just wear these costumes yeah. and freak them out every now and then. Well, it's working. <laughs> so you're saying there's a possibility, but you don't Six fully believe, you don't fully buy it. Yeah, like out, out of all the planets out there in the galaxy, we can't be the only life. So I just don't believe they look like the way they're depicted in movies and stuff. Okay. Same thing with Bigfoot. There's probably something out there legitimate that people so are not sure what it is, but I doubt if it's what is like in this movie. So on this podcast, we're going to talk a lot about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be interesting in a year from now to see your changed viewpoint. Because I think that's interesting. Like, I don't you think believe it could be there, but you don't. I don't believe think it's any different than like how we talked about ghosts. Like you said, you really don't believe in ghosts. But you gotta. I, I want to experience. Well, it first. he said he he said he believes. He just doesn't believe they're what we think they're. He thinks there's like an echo in time. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying about like these things. Like I believe there's something out there like them. I just don't believe it's what people think it is. Because hmm. I don't understand the physical effects of a ghost in that this is something that's haunting you that used to be alive. Like, I don't believe that at all. Mm-hmm. I think it's more either we're seeing something that we're not meant to see that's from somewhere else, mm-hmm. or it is an echo of something that's a an energy that's not dispersed yet somewhere. Yeah. Or a demon that wants you to think it's somebody used to True. know. Somebody I don't know. You used to know. It's a lot of shit going on there. Live shit. Okay, so Bigfoot. We'll talk more about Bigfoot. I mean, that was just kind of a generic explanation. We didn't go into a lot of detail. I think I'm going to, the next time I talk about Bigfoot, we're going to bring up a couple of movies and we'll talk more about actual like people interacting with it and true, quote unquote, true stories behind it. Mm-hmm. So we're just kind of touching on the basis here because the movie we're talking just about just touched, touched the tip. So, just the tip. Just the tip. Well, All I right. think it's safe to say you probably taught us some things that we hadn't heard before about Bigfoot. So we're off to a good start. So we're talking about the movie exists now, and this is a movie that came out in 2014. I'm wanting to say that's correct. 2014. Yep. Uh, directed. In, Written by Jamie Nash, directed by Eduardo Sanchez. Do you guys know what he's from? Eduardo no. mm-hmm. Eduardo Sanchez wrote and co-directed the original uh, the original uh, Blair Witch. Oh, it took me a while. Oh. So it makes sense that this is a found footage film. Yeah, another another found footage film because he wrote and co-directed that, which. I don't know what you guys think about that movie. I I grew up when that movie... I didn't grow up when that movie... I was in college, or right out of college, when that movie came out. I, the way they advertised it, they didn't advertise it like it was a film. Nope. Mm. And it freaked me out because I thought, damn, is this real? They're still out there. Like, it really... They really did a genius marketing campaign on that movie. The movie's not so great and doesn't hold up as well now. Yeah. I still like it, actually. But it's still a good movie. I and the first time I watched like it. it. You didn't like it? First time I watched it. But did you know that it was fake when you first watched it? No, I had that same feeling. Like, could it be real? Yeah. Like, I had kind of felt that way about the first Paranormal Activity, too. Yeah. Which he, I mean, he did the same type of marketing campaign for that. So, 
Oh, he was the same guy that did that? No. Uh, He's saying the same I'm saying that the director yeah. did. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, he basically used a template for the same type of stuff. Yeah. Put it in newspapers first. And I remember I watched Paranormal Activity with a whole room full of people, and everybody was just, like, looking at each other afterwards, like, uh... Did we just watch Yeah, something? is that real or what? <laughs> like, I... You, I, I've seen a lot of these type of films that are supposed to be real over the years. There's very few of them I felt like were real. Yeah. I've seen a few snuff, quote-unquote, type films, and I was like, oh, that's pretty bad, but yeah. it still fe- felt like a film. There's a few of them I've seen that felt kind of made me feel dirty, <laughs> like gross. Need to take a shower after I watched them. Oh. But I still felt like they were a film. Um, except for uh, the guinea pig series, Flowers of the Flesh. If you ever want to know anything about that, that's that's the movie that Charlie Sheen called the FBI over because there were tapes of that floating around, and he watched it at a tape viewing party and thought it was a real murder. And it looks pretty much like a real murder. There's no really? plot. It's just a guy torturing and killing someone. That's the whole film. What's it called? The guinea pig series, Flowers of the Flesh. And it was made in Japan. It was pretty gory. Back in the 80s. Pretty gross. But it fooled Charlie Sheen enough to where he called the FBI famously. And Dang. they had to like prove that it wasn't. But anyway, well, this Charlie movie. Charlie Sheen was probably high too. So. <laughs> this movie uh, is by Eduardo Sanchez. And it premiered in 2014 at South by Southwest. And the, basically the plots, it's got these two brothers named Brian and Matt. One's kind of a jock. The other one's kind of a stoner. Really into to film. So the reason they're filming is because he's making a documentary or learning the techniques of making a documentary. And he's filming their experiences there of them going back to their uncle's property. And they're going to stay the weekend there and kind of have a little fun. Um, And this is supposed to take place in East Texas. So they're driving, hanging out, and you see them hit something. Mm. And that's always bad. Starting off with hitting something. Mm Mm-hmm. And they rewind the tape back, and you see your first glimpse. Now, to me, you could tell it's obviously a Bigfoot-type creature running across with another smaller Bigfoot-type creature, but they wanted it to go so quickly they didn't want people to know that it was a small one they hit, right? So I immediately caught on to they hit the smaller one, and then when they started hearing its will, he mentions that that one scene, he was like, it sounds like it's crying. Right. So that to me right away tells you it's a welling mourning creature. Like it's mourning something and the mm-hmm. death of its child or something. So that first time I watched it, I picked up on that. I don't think to me that's where the director went wrong. They should have made that not known till the end when they revealed it. They made it too obvious throughout the film. Does that make sense? Yeah. You, you know, watched, I, obviously. I haven't I know seen you it, but I see what you're saying. You haven't, you you haven't seen it, it, but you watched it. Yeah, yeah, I did. But I, what I liked and didn't like about the film is, is you know, just in a nutshell, I liked that it was in this style because I don't think you could have told this same type of story without found footage. But at the same time, who found the footage? It doesn't show. It doesn't make it seem like a found footage reality film, except for at the very beginning, it tells you some information, which I think they tell you too much. Well, the one guy survived, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe but he it, just turned you. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say that, though. It doesn't 
it just ends. Just kind of ends. As I didn't like that, but I what I did like about it was I thought it really had some decent scares and uncomfortableness in the scares. Um, some false scares in there were actually good. Some were bad, but at the end, when he looked at the creature after it was almost killing his uncle, mm-hmm. I agree with you. Go ahead and say what you said about that scene. Uh, how it was kind of messed up that he didn't like pick up the shotgun and try to help his uncle or anything. He's yeah. just like, and his uncle just showed up to save him and everything. And he's just like, fuck you. I'm out of here. Yeah. And then I'm going to put the shotgun down. Loser. Yeah. <laughs> The Bigfoot is clearly like kept at bay by the shotgun. He's like, I'm just gonna put it down. I'm done. I yeah. was like, this Bigfoot's about to kill this dude, and he deserves it. Huh. But he didn't. I actually really enjoyed the Bigfoot stuff in this movie. It was the damn teenagers that I didn't like. <laughs> he hated them. Yeah, they were pissing me off so bad. <laughs> There's really were- no plot to the movie though. Right. I mean, if you think about it, they're they they're just generic teenagers going out to the woods to party. And immediately something happens, yep. which, you know, turn this off if you don't want to hear it, but they kill a female Bigfoot's child. They run it over, kill it. So she's mourning it and she decides to take revenge on them and kill them basically one by one slasher style kind yeah. of, right? That's the gist of the movie. There's really nothing else to it. They break down a little bit in communication. They all get pissed off. The, the one black guy tries to act all tough, but for some reason he can't load a shotgun. Uh, he was terrible. <laughs> he was horrible. Uh, the girlfriend, she dies way too quickly. And that one scene, though, is kind of cool, the way way she does. The way he was like, holding her up there in the doorway. And... Yeah, I like that. I, I didn't know what he did to her, though, did he? Because I, like I didn't hear her neck break or anything. Yeah. I figured that's what he did, but. He just throws her. And then she was alive for a minute after that. We're saying thing. he, but it's a female. Right. He's a female Bigfoot. So that's interesting. It does show like their family. They have family units, which makes me think now there's some fucking Bigfoot going on. Mm-hmm. Wow. We never really talked about that, how they breathe. It's not just Bigfoot. You know what they say about big feet. But she's got big feet too, so that's, does that mean she's got a big maybe five? Yes, <laughs> yes. So it fits. It fits. Uh, we don't know. It we should don't, fit like a we glove. Don't know. We don't know uh, which one gets pregnant, which one doesn't. Not a single one. How many of those teenagers was there? Like six of them. Anyways, five. Five. Not yeah. a single one of them knew how to shut the fuck up when it was time to shut the fuck up. Oh, I know. Even when they're down there in that cellar, that was a good place to hide. <laughs> oh, 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 oh my god, oh, oh, he knows oh, me oh, down here. Oh, 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 oh my god, shut the fuck. Of course he knows you down there. You won't shut the fuck <laughs> you up. Won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> now, now I definitely want to see. And the one this. guy with the shotgun looks at his girlfriend. What's your place, Vic? Why? Right. It's like you're, you're the one fucking loud right now. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the black dude too. He knew exactly what Bigfoot was thinking and doing because, like. Bigfoot's out there, like, knocking on the doors and stuff and hitting the windows and shit. And then, like, two seconds pass by and he's not doing it. He's like, oh, he's left. I know he's left. I'm like, how do you know it's left? It's been, like, a second since it did something. And what did he say when he was downstairs? He was like, oh, uh... He said something about Bigfoot doesn't know we're down here. He won't come... Or it won't come down here or something like that. I'm like, how do you keep thinking that you know how this thing thinks? You don't even know what the hell it is. Truth. Truth bombs. I'm about to watch this shit. You really should. <laughs> just, just it's so really not. <laughs> it wasn't 
terrible. It's not a bad movie. It's actually got good jump scares. It's got good atmosphere, bad acting. Mm. I think the best actor is probably the stoner. Probably. He probably is the best actor in the movie. That's why they kept him to the end. But, like, he does, like, at the end, like, it it shows the shows the creature with its baby and it drags all their dead bodies to where it's at just so it could show that guy, which I don't understand why it doesn't just kill him as well. It kills all the other ones, drags him and drags their bodies to this spot. He wakes up and finds this baby, Bigfoot dead, and then he realizes, oh, we did wrong. So that that almost makes me think it's like, well, I was talking about earlier, Bigfoot could have a, a larger brain than what we thought. Right. And it's more of a more of a human. But at the same time, like you're gonna if you're gonna get revenge, you're gonna kill them all right away. You're not gonna try to explain shit to him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then he run his he I guess he's gonna get killed at that point, right? He shows him, but then now he's gonna kill him. Yeah. Now she's gonna kill him. And so then the uncle shows up because he got a little bit of a cell phone signal and called the uncle. One of them did. So he shows up with a shotgun, shoots it, or shoots at it. They take off running. He shot it. He shot it. Remember at the the end it had that shoulder damage? So he shot it, takes off running, and then they end up, it ends up beating him to the, basically the, what was it? It's like a little bridge. Like yeah. A little bridge. Which we knew it was gonna happen. Yeah. He's like, Somewhere. Oh, as soon as we get to the truck, we'll talk about it. It's like, buddy, you're not making it to the truck. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets he gets smacked all up and then it's like standing there just like <laughs> it's a cool looking Bigfoot though. It's it freaking is. scary. It's like <sighs> just looking at him like kind of out of like some leaves. And he's like he puts the gun down and he's like, Please don't you know, don't kill me. Don't I, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. And then it leaves him and walks off. And we don't know if it killed his uncle or not. We don't know anything about it after that. But, yeah, it's a pretty weird ending. Yeah, it is. I almost wish it would have just tore him up. Because that guy's just sitting there on the bridge just, like, looking down at the camera. And then all of a sudden it just pops up, exist. And I was like, what? Yeah. No closure. No after credits or anything? No. I mean, like, after credit scene? Yes. No, I don't think so. I, I didn't actually make it all the way through the credits, so I couldn't tell you. I'm surprised you made it all the way through the movie. Well, the big once the Bigfoot started attacking, it like actually got really interesting. Like I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, the whole movie was good, except for the act- actors yeah. weren't that good. Like I said, it was there just was the no teenagers plot. that were pissing me off. There was There's like, no plot. And then like the ending just was abrupt. Oh, and of course there had to be a scene where the one guy with the gun had to start shooting all wildly. And I was happy that the other guy at least said, man, what are you shooting at? You can't even see anything. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. He killed my friend. Okay, but at least wait till you can see it. He's <laughs> yeah. out here wasting the very he few shells He also didn't know how to hold a, hold a gun. No, he was he holding didn't. a shotgun like this. And it was a full single barrel, single shot shotgun, yeah. but it, you know, like a and he's pointing 30 at inch barrel on it or whatever. And he's holding it like right like this. When he first Drop finds it, it he's like, shell up, put one yeah. in, snap yeah. it. Is that what pointing it, it around at everybody, and he's like, oh, okay, well, let me see if it's loaded. Yeah, it's loaded. And they were 410 shells, too, by the way, I didn't notice. So it's probably not going to take down a Bigfoot. Hell no. So him, even at the end, bring. if he would have shot it again, he would have had to blow it right in the face. Yeah. 
Mm. Well, you, you yeah. saw the uncle brought that much bigger shotgun. Something in the face. You gotta blow something in the face to really take it down a peg. <laughs> the uncle knew exactly what he was dealing with, and he brought a much bigger shotgun. A to much the bigger shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the movie exists. That was a little bit about Bigfoot. We're going to talk more about Bigfoot on a future episode because I want to get into actual stories. Because I think the stories to me are cooler than like just talking about the basics of what a Bigfoot is. Was that movie supposed to be like based on a like a actual story? It's not based on an actual story. Okay, because I was just, gonna say when they hit the Bigfoot, they got a big clump of hair from that, so that yeah. should have been some DNA right there. He was he was trying. I think Sanchez said he was trying to show like he was trying to do like a cryptozoology thing and kind of show how they could like hide their bodies and stuff like that. Like it could mm-hmm. actually be there, and and they could exist in our world without us even even like that whole scene was actually kind of messed up yeah. where the Bigfoot drugged him too and then he wakes up and sees all of his friends with like the flies yeah. on their bodies and stuff. That was crazy. Yeah. I like that. I like my favorite scene is either when he's running through the woods and the guy's riding the bike. Yep. I love that scene. I kept saying Bigfoot's about to clothesline this dude oh, off his bike. It was awesome. Yeah. He's freaking puts a shoulder into him, shoulder checks him. Uh-huh. And then I, I like the scene where he pushes him off the ridge. When they're in that camper, on the, yeah, jumps on that camper. That, that was, was really cool. cool. Yeah. So I mean, it had cool scenes. Um, is it my favorite Bigfoot movie of all time? No, that's still Harry and the Hendersons. Uh, yeah. I mean, full show. I gotta see that. <laughs> it's good. It's good. No doubt. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna stop there. I have nothing else to say about this movie. I have a lot more to say about Bigfoot and theories and this and that on our next episode. So we just gave you a little bit of taste of the Bigfoot. Which, by the way, this movie only made $40,000. I saw that. <laughs> I was like, damn, how much movie. did it cost to make? Hopefully not that much. Nobody saw this <laughs> I mean, it, they probably saw it like on DVD or maybe. On Tubi for free? On like Tubi me? for free. <laughs> it is on Tubi. Go watch it. Yeah. All right. Ian is over there about to pass out, so let's get this episode wrapped up. That's just up. from the Terramana that he's been consuming. No, at this point, it's mainly Red Bull I'm trying to drink. Mm. So you guys got anything else about the old Bigfoot myth, legend? Nope. No. He's probably got some big balls. Big balls, big feet, big teeth. Well, if you've enjoyed this episode, maybe you should give Exist a chance. It's pretty decent. It's not bad. I'm surprised you like that more than you liked... Antlers, antlers which we talk about on a different episode. You I like to exist better than Antlers. Like, at first, I was just, like, pissed off at Exist, and I was like, God, I hate this movie so much. But then when the Bigfoot stuff started, I was kind of like, okay, I'm into this. I'm into it. It happens a lot quicker. It's not yeah. a slow burn at all. Right. Like, they it, it, get it straight into the action pretty quick. So, could have had some more boobs, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we got a little side boob in the woods. That's yeah. about it. Was it the Sasquatch question? Creatures no, it was the black guy we were talking about, the dumbass. He had some and his girlfriend. <laughs> He's all like, "Oh, privacy, blah blah blah." I'm like, "Motherfucker, if you want some privacy, don't be out in the middle of the woods. Go yeah. somewhere private." Yeah. I mean. The middle of the woods would be pretty private, wouldn't it? Not when think? you're out there with all your friends. Can you? Yeah, he's oh, not okay. that, when he's not that people, far gotcha. from the campground. <laughs> okay, gotcha. the actual log cabin they were in. All right, so we're going to stop there. Thanks for listening to us. Uh, check out our 
socials, like us, follow us, tell your friends about us. Tell them. We really need some uh, feedback. Friends. Do you oh. believe in Bigfoot? I want, I want to put that when we post this episode. Tell us if you believe in Bigfoot, why or why not. Or if you are a Bigfoot creature oh. and you're listening to this podcast. Wow, I never thought of that. Let us know. I bet he has Verizon. If he doesn't, he needs to hook he's, you. You need to hook see him me. up. Let's come see me. Just think <laughs> of how many cell service he's getting out there in the woods. Just think. I thought that was going global with. Uh, didn't didn't your boy put up a bunch of satellites so everybody could have the internet? Who got the five G? How did he yell it? Oh, who did that? Elon Musk, Batman. Elon Musk put up a bunch of satellites a couple years ago. Supposedly he's wanting to link them and have like a... Oh, he wants to put those fucking chips in people's heads. It's going to be a Starlink. You know what that's going to lead to? Rise of the machines, bitch. Mm -hmm. Oh, we're going to die. We need Arnold Schwarzenegger soon. Yeah, everybody thinks they're going to be cool with their little music chips in their head until it's time for like a big-ass world war or something like that, and he's like, activate. (laughs) You're a soldier now and you don't even know it. (laughs) <laughs> all right so like us buy our merch tell your friends i'm darren i'm ian i'm ian and we are out of here bitches what do you think Harry i don't man? know i was gonna say something <laughs> bipedal hairy man yeah. it's actually me out there in the in the woods <laughs> i guarantee if you walked walked out of the woods somebody'd shoot you I'd get so lucky. <laughs> that one girl might have you like die in a plane crash. Oh. oh. <laughs> Bringing it up. Bringing it up. In the dead of night, when the moon is high, and the shadows dance, the evil will rise. The world between the living and the dead is thin.